Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello everyone, my name is Manpreet and welcome to Cut to the Chase. Now the big event in markets that's currently ongoing is the weakness in the Japanese yen, which is now trading at just over 129 versus the US dollar as of this morning. Now, the yen has weakened against the dollar for 13 consecutive sessions to what's now the weakest level in about 20 years, and it's lost about 12% in value since the start of March. Now, the main driver of this unusually large move in the yen is the growing gap between bond yields in the US and Japan. Unlike most major central banks, the Bank of Japan emphasized that it planned to keep policy easy and cap long-term bond yields at 0.25%. Now, this has meant the gap between 10-year US and Japanese bond yields has now grown to well over 2.6%, resulting in what looks like a vertical line upwards on the charts in the dollar-yen currency pair. Now, one question this has raised is whether policymakers may intervene to slow or stop the fall in the yen. While the Bank of Japan has not expressed any discomfort, the Japanese finance minister has called the fall in the yen as undesirable, saying the cost may now be outweighing the benefits. However, it isn't clear how policymakers may actually act should they choose to do so. Uh, They are possibly in a situation where they will either be able to influence bond yields or the currency, but not both. A removal of the cap on bond yields may stabilize the yen, but lead to a jump in borrowing costs, slowing the nascent rebound in inflation, and raising debt repayment costs. However, a direct intervention in currency markets has a more mixed track record historically, with the impact unlikely to last unless intervention is coordinated across borders. Now, as investors, where does this leave us? Uh, we believe it's tempting to chase the strong momentum in dollar yen higher, but instead we would advise caution. The yen has a long history of very large moves over short time periods, and this one-way rise has left positioning extremely one-sided, with institutional investor shorts on the yen, for example, at a record. What this means is that while the move higher may have been large, any snapback rally in the yen, for example on the back of policy intervention, could be equally large uh, and rapid as positions uh, uh, quickly normalize. Our bottom line for us is that we just continue to see more attractive uh, risk-reward elsewhere. So in commodity currencies on the long side, for example, and the euro on the funding side, at least in the short term. So that's on currency markets, but we'd also draw your attention today to two other key events. The first, of course, is in China, where equity market sentiment uh, took another dive in a catch-up move after the Monday holiday in Hong Kong, and also after Chinese authorities announced a ban on live streaming of unauthorized video games. However, policy support is slowly but surely coming through, with China's central bank announcing a number of financial support measures for individuals and businesses impacted by COVID measures. Now, this, together with inexpensive valuations, is why we continue to believe Chinese, and hence Asia-X-Japan equities, uh, offer value over 12-month horizon. Though, of course, one approach to manage the near-term outlook is to focus on our preferred sectors, like industrials and energy sectors, uh, which we believe may benefit even in the current environment. Finally, the IMF uh, cut its global growth forecast uh, sharply to 3.6%. Now, while their expectation of slower growth and higher inflation relative to the start of the year should come as little surprise to markets, one thing that did stand out is that in one simulation exercise they conducted, they found that an immediate oil and gas embargo on Russia could worsen the outlook significantly, most so for Europe and emerging markets, uh, and possibly might possibly require higher interest rates worldwide. Now, with EU officials still saying a Russian energy ban remains on the table, this emphasizes why this is a risk that we'd continue to watch closely in the coming days.
So overall, don't chase the yen uh, lower, but focus instead on op long-term opportunities in Chinese equities while keeping an eye on whether Germany is able to block any embargo on Russian energy exports to Europe. So as always, if you enjoyed watching, listening to this podcast, please don't forget to rate and like it. Thanks for listening. Wish you a happy trading day ahead. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.